Welcome to Sonic Artifacts, offering the best deals and interesting finds in affordable vintage music equipment in Los Angeles and New York City. Follow these finds on our Instagram at @sonicartifacts as you listen and tune in every Tuesday for the best deals each coast has to offer. This is your host, Brian Chalemi, signing in from LA. And this is Max from Brooklyn, New York. How's everybody doing? This is episode five, and it is Tuesday, January 5th here at Sonic Artifacts. I hope everyone had a fireworks-filled new year. And uh, here we are in 2021. Uh, last week, we covered a lot of parts, builds, necks, bodies, and these kind of things. And uh, I was very excited to see that the 1974 Fender P-Base build that Max found in New Jersey sold the morning the show was released. Well, it was an amazing deal, and it was totally sick. I wish it was me that bought it, but it wasn't. I know you were a little upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it was a great deal, folks. I mean, it's beautiful. I'm sorry a lot of the folks didn't get to see it because the ad went came down so quick, deleted by author. So it's sold. But we're very happy that, that the base project that had been in the works for 38 years shall live finally. Now, uh, let's kick this off here in Anaheim, California. We have a Gibson BR9 for 500 bucks. This is a 1949 Gibson amp in amazing condition. The guy is not lying, folks. This thing is literally pristine. Yeah, it's neat. It's like a little radio suitcase kind of style from the 40s. It's actually got two 6v6s, which he does not show any of the guts or any of these details, but there is another one for sale in Reverb that it does show the guts and actually says it's 10 watts, which is negligible, 10 or 12 watts, but it's two 6v6s, a 5y3, and a 6sj7. A really a special find here for 500 bucks, Gibson BR9 amplifier in Anaheim. For an amp that old, I'm surprised these amps don't go for more. Yeah, this one particularly, I was, you know, 600 bucks on Reverb, 500 bucks here in Anaheim. And what do you got for us in New York? All right, starting off in New York, we go to the Bronx. This ad says Fender Amps, $1,200 BX, the Bronx. He actually has three items for sale, but one of them's a Fender cabinet for 300 bucks. Don't care about that. So we have, first off, a 1966 Fender Blackface Super Reverb, 45 watts for $1,200. There's only one photo of it. It has a hookah sitting on it. It's got casters, looks to be in decent shape, although I can't see the guts, I can't see the back of the speakers. But for this price, and if it's all original, this is a good deal. Yeah, 66, you know, Blackface, Fender, Super Reverb. This is a classic amplifier, 410s. You know, we're talking reverb, tremolo. This is your workhorse. Looks like there's we- there's wheels have been put on it as well. Yeah, like you said, there's not a lot of pictures, folks. Uh, but this thing is a beast, and that's a really good deal for $1,200. Yeah, and I used to have one of these. I loved it, but unfortunately, I sold it. I wish I had all of my old gear back. Um but the other amp he has for sale is a, yeah, right? <laughs> I'd have two places just full of junk by now. Is a Fender Super, a Super 6 Fender Reverb. It's 135 watts and 6 by 10 for for $1,400. So these are some pretty serious wattage and sizages going on with this amp. I think I saw... Modest Mouse play once, and Isaac Brock was playing a couple of these. I think I saw Ty Siegel once, and he was playing through a couple of these amps, and these were big shows. 
So th- this is a, a serious amp. Yeah, the interesting part is these blackface is cheaper than the silverface. I would think the blackface Super Reverb is much more desirable than the Super 6 Fender Reverb, which, again, you don't see many of them, as we said, was rare. But at 135 watts and 610s, this thing is loud. It's mean. It's heavy. It really doesn't have a place in the modern world. Especially in New York City. And definitely not in New York City and certainly not in the Bronx, unless you're playing it. <laughs> unless you're playing a huge nightclub or something i don't know very cool all right so we're going back to california here and we have a custom blankenship tweed deluxe head this is a roy blankenship carry-on model it's two six l sixes it's 30 watts cathode biased so you can swap the power tubes out yourself it's got top quality parts mercury magnet magnetic transformers lots of stains chime and harmonically rich uh, this thing is pretty much, it's, it's got the Tweed Deluxe Circuit in a mini Marshall head, a nice, beautiful Levant green. This thing is a, you throw a shoulder bag. It's got some damage. I see a little crack on the back plate, actually, I just noticed. But it does 4, 8, and 16 ohms. It's 30 watts, which is a great wattage to get over a drummer but not blow everybody's socks off. You can carry it onto the plane, and it looks great. So is this a little bit like plexi construction? Is that plexiglass that's broken? Yeah, this looks it looks like a mini Marshall, like the way the knobs are, the plexi, everything, you know, but it's actually a tweed deluxe. Uh I but the only difference is it doesn't have the deluxe we use the five E three multiple knob configuration. There's just one tone and one volume. Yeah, and one and yeah, one, one input. And one input versus the four inputs. So it's a simpler straight up model here. Um, but it looks very cool amplifier for 975. A very exciting. This thing has goes 1600 retail. Blankenship is Roy Blankenship is here in California and he makes custom amplifiers. I would suggest checking out his page and his builds, you know, hiring to make to make a custom amplifier for you. But you're basically getting this at half price. And last week it was four or five hundred dollars above this, folks. So this thing is dropping fast and it's gonna get snatched up. So Jump on this Blankenship Tweed Deluxe for nine seventy five. Carry on, basically a little Tweed Deluxe head here. And there's a a video of Alan Hines playing this amp linked in the ad. Yeah, this guy's uh, doing some kind of heavy jazz stuff, but it's but it's got nice sustain and chime. Looks like it's in Friendly Hills, California. Interesting. So next, I have a Fender Telecaster Deluxe MIM at a Little Neck, Long Island for $700. I looked up their serial number. It's 2008 and 2009, somewhere in there. It looks to be in great shape. It's got the, uh, the two wide-range humbuckers, which are not actually original wide-range humbuckers, obviously. Otherwise, they'd be worth more than the guitar. But these uh, guitars are pretty cool nonetheless. And this price is on the lower end of, you know, what's available online. Yeah, the prices are really creeping up for these old MIMs. This is a really nice 70s reissue, uh, you know, Fender Telecaster Deluxe. You can swap those pickups out too if you're not into them. They're just standard humbuckers, but they sound pretty cool too. But if you want to get legit wide range humbuckers, there's lots of boutique builders out there today that were, you know, were not available even five, 10 years ago, but this guy's replaced the nut, which is a great upgrade. Uh, I think it's, you know, about could be up to 200 bucks for the nut and installation. Cool. And that's his in little Lick, long Island Fender Telecaster deluxe MIM 2008, nine, you said. Yep. Somewhere in there. 
what's next all right this next one i've i've actually i've actually played this guitar this next one it's a 1974 gretsch double anniversary for 1250 bucks this thing is mint and i can contest to it a buddy of mine was trying to sell it for a friend i, I think it's been passed on to someone else to try and figure out to get this thing moving i don't know why no one's biting because this thing is in great shape it's got an awesome case it's two high lotron pickups but they're 70s high lotron pickups which have more output than the 60s which honestly get a bad rep but these things are even clean and the whole guitar it, it really it doesn't even almost, almost like it could have been built in the 90s the way it's how clean it is oh uh, yeah it looks like it's in fantastic shape yeah, if you're looking for, and it's full hollow with a beautiful Bigs B, great stain. Um, you know, these aren't made in Brooklyn. So this is after they sold the company to Baldwin, so they're not as valuable. But for $1,250, you're getting a beautiful hollow body guitar that will chime and will stay in tune. And the frets are in great shape. And it's full hollow, right? Yeah, this is full hollow. And the case Very is in nice. great shape. Yeah, now this is, where is this located, folks? This is in... Looks just south of downtown LA here. 1974 Gretsch double anniversary for twelve fifty. All right. So next out of East Village, Manhattan, I have a 1960s Epiphone pacemaker tube amp. Uh, so this is a slow wattage 10 watt quote unquote practice amp. They're very cool though. I have a similar one at home, a, uh, a Gibson Scout which I believe is basically the same amp. Yeah, they're pretty light. They have, they're louder than they seem at 10 watts. Uh, and this is the model without the tremolo or the reverb. Gotcha. So it's, it's 10 watts and 10-inch speaker, right? So we're talking more, yep. more power than a champ, no effects. But this is a 60s, you know, it's made in Kalamazoo, 65, 667. Uh, you know, Gibson featured a lot of different lines, the Epiphone line, the Kalamazoo line. But yeah, this is really cool. 400 bucks as Ace 60s Epiphone Pacemaker tube amp in the East Village. You can't really go wrong. This is a, this is a great price for a 60s amp. It's cheaper than you're going to get for a champ, and you're going to probably get a more interesting sound, to be honest, and you're, you're getting more power, and you're getting a bigger speaker. And this also, it says it was recently serviced in 2019 at Rivington Guitars in the East Village, and it's ha it had the caps and tubes replaced, uh, pots cleaned, and the three-prong power cord upgraded. So that's good if, if you're planning on playing this out or, you know, just having fun with it, three-prong cord upgrade is pretty good. Yeah, I, I think that's always a... If you're going to use the thing, you know, you don't want to get electrocuted. I think that's all. You don't want your lips to be shocked on the microphone. Exactly. It's always recommended. He says, that, you know, it wouldn't be good for jazz. Not a lot of low end, but a lot of that can be coughed up to the speaker. Yeah. Think about it. Put a more modern, efficient speaker that could change this amp a lot. I think that's something that's a lot of underestimated as speakers. Yeah, that's more your department. I, I tend to just go with what my things can with. <laughs> yeah, I... I I've just noticed there's such a difference or you can make such a difference by changing, changing your speaker out. It's the last filter between, you know, the signal coming out. You can, it can get louder, have more low end. It can be quieter. It can break up earlier or later. It can save you a lot of money um, trying to modify your amplifier when you can really just start with, you should start with the speaker. Now I'm going to go back to California, to Altadena here, and I'm going to give you guys a new featured item here. We've never had drums on Sonic Artifacts, and I have a beautiful 80s Maple 6-ply Ludwig drum set. 
featuring a 22 inch, 13 inch, and 16 inch drums. Now, I've gone to my friend Warren. I got to give a shout out. I sent him a couple drum things back and forth, and he told me this is the deal of the day. He's our resident drum expert here, and we'll have to be speaking here from him sometime in the future. But for now, he's giving us this $700 six ply Ludwig kit that's, I mean, it's in incredible shape. Yeah, it looks like it's brand new. Honestly, I'm mostly a guitar and amp guy. I don't really know much about drums, but it's very pretty. And it looks like in the, the, the apartment it's in, looks like it's kept very well. So it's probably in great condition, it's, even though it looks great too. Yeah, I mean, the chrome, the wood, I, it doesn't look like this thing was ever really gigged. Uh, standard vintage sizes, super clean, solid spurs, Tom Holder. So the ex interior looks like nice furniture, which is true. I mean, the, the wood is beautiful. All the edges are good, perfect condition. 700 bucks, 1980s Ludwig drum set, classic six-ply maple in Altadena. All right. So next, in Brooklyn, I believe it's Williamsburg. That's, you know, the circle for the location is pretty large. We have a 1976 Ovation Viper II with a natural finish. $1,250. It has the original case. It even has some of the original case candy. There's an owner's manual and a hang tag, it looks like. Oh, wow. There is, yeah, owner's manual and hang tag. I honestly have never seen this guitar before, which is why I brought it up. It's got two cool-looking single-coil, potentially P90-style pickups, a unique bridge, and just a unique look overall. Ovation is quality thing, quality stuff though. I, I played a few of their guitars, like you know that model Josh Hom plays in Queens in Caius and Queens of the Stone Age. Right, right. Uh, that's an Ovation. I've seen some of their basses around. Yeah, they're pretty neat. But yeah, this is a beautiful guitar. The, the wood grain is awesome. Uh, it looks the pickups are interesting. I'm sure they got their own thing going on. The bridge looks really serious. You know. This case is beautiful. The Ovations, you know, they're definitely, you don't see a lot of players using them, but this is a well-crafted instrument. 1976 Ovation Viper II for $1,250 in Williamsburg. The case is in fantastic shape. Yeah, cases, like I said, I have a soft place in my heart for these Ovation cases for some reason. They look pretty cool. I like cases. They look like, they look like acoustic guitar cases. Yeah, exactly. I, don't know. I like cases in general, I guess, but let's see here. Now, this is a K-Arch top that I don't know. And there's no other information of what model. It's kind of a mystery here, but it's a double pickup for 350 bucks. A lot of times these old K-60s arch tops with no pickups, you know, standard jazz box here, go for around the same price. And now we're talking, it says the electronics don't, don't work, but, you know, you could possibly get this thing going for a little bit of money if you know what you're doing and get a really nice, cool jazz box for 350 bucks. Yeah, no, this looks really cool. Actually, I love these old hollow body and semi hollow body guitars. It looks kind of like a K speed demon, but it's not. It seems to be like a, I don't know, a, a more old school style guitar than that even. Yeah, the Speed Demons are from the 60s, and they have these speed bump pickups. These are not the speed bump pickups. I, I, yeah, yeah, this looks more 50s. Right. Even. This is in uh, Brooklyn Heights in L.A., just east of the Arts District and north of Boyle Heights. 
uh, you know, if you have some skills and or you want to take a gamble here, K Archdot for three hundred fifty bucks. You know, if the if the neck plays well and the action is good and it's uh, the construction of the wood is solid, I'd say you could probably make this into a sick guitar. Like chances are, the pickup pickups are fine, right? Even yeah. if the electronics are not working, it takes a lot and to kill a pickup. Exactly, especially if you don't take them off the guitar. It's just they're just there. But you can probably replace the electronics for pretty cheap. I would say you get a harness. I mean, they they sell these kits now. It's all in you know packaged up. What do you got for us? So my last item is pretty rad. It's out of Astoria, Queens, a 5F1 champ in an electric box, tube amp, hand-wired. Oh, wow. So it's a little Fender Champ 5F1 clone that's literally in an industrial light socket box. Actual industrial light socket box, folks. This thing is small. Like when you go to a construction site, it's... It's like three packs of cigarettes or something. Yeah, three, there you go. Three packs of cigarettes. So this thing is one. Does one watt clean, two watts dirty? It says. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what that means. Like, if there's two power settings. Yeah, I guess it would be half power, uh, but it's got one six v six and one twelve x seven driving it. This, this shows the guts. I mean, this guy jammed a lot of stuff in here, um, and he's selling it handmade for under two hundred bucks. This is the perfect New York City apartment amplifier, I think. Yeah, you know, this guy, he has a, a YouTube clip, and I believe he has other amps like this for sale online. Uh, they're worth checking out if you want to have a cool little desktop amplifier and a ni- nice little extension cabinet. It's pretty rad. Yeah, you, I mean, you can literally put this in a fanny pack or something, or a little, I mean, a backpack. I want to say backpack, but that's even way too big. Yeah, it would be fun to get this with, you know, like a 8-inch speaker, too. <laughs> right like the smallest tube amp you can possibly get i yeah i mean you could literally put this in a camera bag take the tubes out put them in like in the lens cases or something like that and you'd be good to go cool so 5f1 champ in electric literally on the electric lights industrial light socket box hand wired for 190 bucks in astoria that's the really cool and hit this guy up i'm sure maybe he'll build you something special and that concludes this week's episode of sonic artifacts Follow these finds on our Instagram at, at Sonic Artifacts and tune in every Tuesday for the best deals each coast has to offer. This is your host, Brian Chalemi, signing off from L.A. And Max Braun from Brooklyn, New York. Catch you next week, folks. Bye.